Welcome to Simple Theology, a podcast connecting theology to everyday life by examining various aspects of Christian faith. I'm Robert King. And I'm Rick Rumlitz. He said his name. Welcome, welcome. Well done. This is like once every six episodes, uh, I feel like. Well, it's kind of boring just to do the same thing over and over again. It's your name. Yeah, I say it all the time. Oh, you so. do? Well acquainted with it, actually. All right, what are we going over today? We talk about Philippians two. Yep, we're going to talk about verses uh, one through four. There it is. How much time do we have left? I don't know. I don't know. Keep going. And we're talking about that. We're talking about humility. And we will yep. talk about Rob selling his big pinky toe. My big pinky toe. Yeah, I think my pinky toe is normal size. We also talk about my lunch and lack thereof. So enjoy. What's up, man? Not much, homie. How you doing? Um, yeah, uh, I'm doing well. Feeling good? Look tired, but good, yeah. You look tired? I feel tired. Okay. Do I look tired? No, you don't. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, you good. look spry. Yeah, I'm young. Young Vivacious, Um, little firecracker. Mm. That's me. That's how I would describe you. Thank you. Yeah. How are you doing, Rob? Did uh... you get Did you get some lunch today? I mean, it's only 3.30. That's did right, you, yeah. Do you want to grab so some lunch? I, I ate some peanut butter pretzels and a bag of like popcorners. It's like those kinds of chips that are made from popcorn or something like that. Huh. Um, both of which were good. Yeah, yeah. Not. Not lunch. A well-balanced lunch. Not sustenance. I offered to get Rick some hot chicken takeover, which okay. is a hot chicken joint here in the greater Columbus area. <laughs> Very good. Um. I've had Hattie B's down in Nashville. I've had Joella's in Louisville. And I got to say, those two, in my opinion, are better than mm. Hot Chicken Takeover. But Hot Chicken Takeover, I mean, Depends itself. it's up north yeah, here in Columbus. Yeah, yeah. It's city. good. It's yeah. good stuff. It can compete. Well, what I would say, Rob, let the listener know, is that you offered to buy me lunch at 2.30 in hey. the, or 2.45, really, in the afternoon. Well, let, let and the record also show. I just want to say, show. I eat earlier lunch than that. Um, Let the record show. That's about when you got here. Yeah, per usual. Exactly. Yeah. So I offered it when you got here. Well, why don't you do something like set up around lunch time, and say, "Hey, I'd like to take you out to lunch or breakfast around breakfast time." Well, we're, we're instead of saying doing it's two thirty. There's no way he's going to have lunch. I'll offer lunch now. That way, I don't want to buy any lunch. Exactly. Yeah, I see. I see right through it. Yep. Playing but, chess over here. Golly, Ned, just take me to lunch. <laughs> Just just buy my food just once in a while. Golly, Ned. Man. Other than that, Rob, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah. yeah. Good. Last week was crazy. Last week was what minute crazy? a lot of stuff for work. Mm. Um, some work stuff also was unexpected and then had to do a lot of catch up because it was gone the week before and then preparing yes. for a, a sermon and all that stuff. So mm. um, very much so looking forward to this week being less crazy, Lord willing. Yeah. Uh, so far, it seems like it will be. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. And you, uh, you have a holiday. Monday's a holiday Dude, here. Yes. Uh, so we, we were just talking weekend. about that in our team chat, and um, I, I thought that was the next weekend, but I was like, oh, wow, uh, we're already at the end of May. Yeah. <laughs> like next Monday's Memorial Day. Yeah. It's amazing. It is. So it's I amazing. Saying, I was saying how happy I was about yeah. that good news. 
by that gospel news. Um, I don't think that's. Yeah, you're right. I it's don't not. Think so. I, I think you're. I think you're safe to say that. <laughs> I think you're wrong. I think you're safe to say I'm wrong. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Don't be blasphemous here. Okay, Rick, what are we talking about? <laughs> no, I think we should go back to what you're saying, Rob. Here's, Let's go back here's to the, the issue. Piece. <laughs> Wait, what? That impious Let's piece. Revisit the blasphemy mm-hmm. here. Now we are diving back into Philippians, um, and and we are having a, a thrilling time, genuinely, oh, going through thrilling. Philippians. I would say, though, people are still welcome to email us and let us know if there's something they want to talk about. That's right. Um, we've that's been a kind of a staple of the show from the beginning is people's requests, questions. Um, not that we are all wise or any of those things, but. Just don't think, oh, we're, we're in this Philippian series, you know, they're not going to cover anything else. So, please, if you have send a question, it send it on in. Oh, yeah. Info at simpletheology.org. Nicely done. Thank you. All right, that's okay. it. Let's wrap it. <laughs> <laughs> you can read? No. Okay. So, we are in Philippians chapter 2, and today's a shorter passage, verses 1 through 4. So, Rick, do you want me to read that, or do you want to read it? Go for it, Rob. Okay, here we go. Starting in verse 1. So if there's any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Mm, Very well done. Oh, don't make me blush. Listeners, he's listeners not blushing. Would, listeners wouldn't be able to tell anyways. No, he's not blushing. Yeah. So you're right. Short four verses. Um, and the interesting thing about this passage is, right, so Paul's kind of talking about living for Christ, and then he ends with this idea of suffering um, in verse 29 of chapter 1. For it has been granted to you on Christ's behalf, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him since you are engaged in the same struggle that you saw I had, and now hear that I have. If then there's any encouragement in Christ. Right, so it goes from this, like, you've been given faith, it's been granted to you, that there's also been granted you will suffer, but if there's any encouragement, right, and then goes to this idea, these these four verses, really short, but building upon this idea of, look what Christ has done for you, how you're supposed to live for him and for his glory, and then, Listen, some very practical application points in this these four verses. It's one of those texts where when you read it, you're you just kind of like, all right, well, that's it. Like, let's pray and let's go home. I mean, there's yeah, there's right. not a whole like you can you, you preach on it, but it's just what it is is what it is. Like, yep. if there's any encouragement in Christ, any consolation of love, if any f- fellowship with the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, and all those things are true. Make my joy complete by thinking the same way, having the same love united in spirit, intent on one purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility consider others as more important than yourselves. Everyone should look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Yeah, um, I... I... Um, I'm glad that you went That's back it. to chapter one there, because um, just as you're reading mm-hmm. scripture, it's helpful to remember that the original authors didn't have all of this broken up into nice clean chapters and verse yeah. numbers. It was just a long letter. Yeah. 
And so when you see things like so, da da da, or therefore, mm -hmm. um, helpful thing to ask is what's the therefore, therefore. Yep. Um, but s similar with so, as this chapter starts off with. Um, Are you reading a different translation? Sorry, in, in yeah, or if. <laughs> it's helpful with. So if. So I have, I have ESV so and CSB pulled if. up here. Okay. Um, ESV starts off with so, CSB yeah. starts off with if, NASB starts off with therefore, NIV starts with therefore, the KJV starts off with if, so like different ones. What's but, the, um, with the brown? The brown? Isn't that one, a translation? Yeah. Um, what? No, who is the guy, the guy who, uh, Eugene Darby. Peterson? Darby. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know John what Darby. the... The, Jar the Darby. John, is it John Darby? I think it's John Nelson Darby or something like that. I kept on thinking John Brown. He's a disby, dispensationalist. So I don't really care what his. <laughs> just kidding. There's some other things there too. But yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so it, it's helpful to recognize that when there's a clause like that, that yeah. seems to be referencing a previous thing, don't just divorce that chapter from the previous chapter because mm -hmm. chapter numbers didn't exist when these were being circulated. Mm -hmm. And so they're there for our reference to help us find passages quicker and more conveniently. But when we see Philippians 2 start off with, if then there's any encouragement, or so if there's any encouragement, should be a little clue to us, okay, this is grounded in the previous yes. argument which yeah. you covered. Yeah. And, you know, Paul jumps in and he just anchors everything he's going to say in Christ. Right. So this uh, he's not saying simply based on what I want from you or based on uh, this idea that you should just be this way. Like, And we see that with this passage and we see it with the, the next passage we're going to go through next week about our, our calling to be humble based on Christ being our example of humility. Right. But he, his argument isn't, hey, it just goes better for you. He's like, listen— if there's any encouragement in Christ, and right there, you're done. Like, yeah. there's no, like, okay, well, that's this group of people, but not this group of people. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, like, uh, like no one's, like, dodging or getting away from that. Like, that's that encompasses everyone. If there's any encouragement in Christ, there's plenty of encouragement in Christ. Yep. Right? So, we can't run uh, away from those things. Um so you look like you're gonna say something. No, I, I mean I have something, but just keep going. So then there's like these these if right these if statements, if any consolation of love, if any fellowship with the spirit, if any affection and mercy, just laying out, clarifying really, if you are a believer, hmm. if you're a part of the body of Christ, you've been made new. Then listen up. And make my joy complete by thinking these things. And goes on to how what those things are to think. But it just kind of clarifies who he's writing to. Because we know Philippians, again, was a, was a book, a lot of affection, a lot of love and care for the church in Philippi. But he is dealing with some hard situations and some, some disunity in the church. There's some ladies who are disagreeing over things. There are some false teaching happening. And he's just saying, listen. If if God has worked in your life, like if you have been encouraged by Christ in any way, if you've experienced been encouraged by His love, brought brought into uh, this wonderful fellowship by the Holy Spirit, if you've been shown any affection or mercy, like so, ev like no one's getting away from this. It's encompassing everyone. Yeah. 
and then in verse 2, to make my joy complete by thinking the same way, having the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. And that's like that's a miraculous thing. Like verse 2 cannot happen if verse 1 is not a reality in your life. Yeah. If you have not, you know, if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, if you have not felt the amazing effects of his love, if you've not been brought into fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you're not going to be able to fulfill the, the command of verse 2. Thinking the same way, having the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. Yeah. And so, so many people in our culture try really hard to bring people together, to find unity. You know, we just need to like hold hands and just kind of march together for this cause. And, and some of those things are, are fine and good. But you cannot have the unity and the connection that your heart longs for by simply saying, we're going to, uh, we're just going to agree to disagree with everything and then we will all get along. Yeah. No, it's intent on one purpose. Mm-hmm. Like we're focused and we're, we're striving, we're working so that we can be united in the spirit, intent on one purpose. Yeah. I like that. Um, Piper points out, um, Call it PP. Yeah, Johnny P. Is that Piper Point out? Oh yeah, that's it. PPL, not personal. No, I was thinking PPE, personal protective equipment. Um, but anyways, Piper points out at the end of chapter one how the there's like this um, thing that Paul's really exhorting the mm-hmm. Philippians to, and mm-hmm. it's this um, fearless unity yeah. to where they are unified in one spirit with one mind striving side by side for the faith of the gospel and not frightened in anything by your opponents. And he says this, like this fearless unity is a a clear sign to them of their destruction. Mm -hmm. Um, And then um, we see that, so like because of this fearless unity, if, and then like you said, has those uh, if statements, the encouragement, comfort, love, participation, um, these things, he says, if there's any of these things, he says, complete my joy. So if there's any of these things, like I'm, I'm thrilled mm-hmm. that you, that you guys have these things. I'm thrilled that you guys are pursuing Christ. Now complete my joy. How can you complete my joy? By having the same mind, mm-hmm. by having the same love, by being in full accord and of one mind. Paul so emphasizes mm-hmm. unity yeah. within the church. This is why. This is again. I've, I've said this before, but this is why we try to have um congregational polity mm-hmm. to say hey we are a body this isn't just the the elders making decisions on behalf of everybody right. like we want to say that you are um we are a body we are making decisions in unison and doesn't mean that it's always going to be a unanimous decision but let's strive for unity let's agree on what we believe together by adhering to a common mm-hmm. statement of faith and let's pursue unity let's be of the same mind having the same love being in full accord and of one mind and then after that, yeah, this fearless unity, being of the same mind, same loves, and of one mind, he says, now do nothing. Do nothing from selfish ambition. Don't seek to exalt yourself, mm-hmm. but look out for those around you. In humility, count others more significant than yourselves. He's saying, die to yourself. Mm-hmm. And he gets yeah. ready to lay out, and we'll talk about it next week. He gets ready to lay out like the, the grounding for that argument. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it is important to notice that like, Hey, this idea of being unified 
and being fearlessly unified is is made possible mm-hmm. by counting others more significant than yourselves. Yeah. So seeking status in the church or seeking yeah. um, ways to build up yourself, whether that's in the church, whether that's just daily life, um, is not ultimately going to go well for you or for your standing with other believers, but actually walk in humility and count others more valuable, more significant than yourselves. This is one of those texts where no one gets out of it, yeah. like unscathed, so to speak. Like no one is like, yeah, like I'm, I'm you know, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I think God's probably pretty happy with me and I just probably deserve heaven or a better life. And you're like, okay, wait, let me ask you a couple questions real quick. Um, <laughs> do you do anything out of selfish ambition or with conceit? Um, do you always consider others as more important than yourselves? Um, do you always look out for other people's interests rather than your own? Like, hmm. like no, like we all fall short with these things. In this idea that, um, like, Paul's getting at is it's to, to rip out like all of our selfish, sinful pride. Yeah, like he, he's not leaving any of it around. Like he's not like, well, I'm just gonna kind of trim this hedge of selfishness and uh, cut it way back mm. and still leave some of it there. Like he, he's going after the the whole entire thing to pull it out. Nothing out of selfish ambition. This is a command. Yeah. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit. Now, here is a difficult part when you go to apply that, is when you have something that you desire to do. It's a, it's a job promotion, yep. you started a company, a hobby, something you're like, man, I, I'm really excited about this. I want to do this. And you read this, you're like, well, maybe my heart, maybe like because I want to do it, it's sinful or it's wrong. And some people can, you know, they're, they're very critical about themselves. They're really diligent. They want to make sure that they're not doing something that's sinful. And so they can hold back from something because like, well, it is my idea. And um, I just, I probably shouldn't do it because it's not from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And you can chime in on this, Rob. But I think Paul's point here is like, don't do anything, like don't, strive to grow or don't strive to build or to like see prosperity but do nothing out of like the selfish like it's me focused yeah i'm the primary um reason yeah like and it's i'm kind of the center of it yeah no i i I would agree with that i mean it's not bad to get a promotion it's not bad to to even be ambitious but if it's for the sake of building yourself up if it's for the sake of um gathering affection or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. or status um to make yourself feel better about yourself then you're trying to reach your identity in your accomplishments or the things that this world says about you rather than what the lord says about you yeah Yeah. so one of the ways that ron ron one of our elders preached this passage and he he did i mean it's a tough text because it's like it just gets up in everyone's face yeah in their life and what he did um, towards the earlier part of his sermon was just like read out like a list of things that that's been going on in the world, um, and he just like just read them like you know Donald Trump, Joe Biden, COVID nineteen, you know BLM, back the blue, um, you know, global war on terror, yeah. Iran, Russia. You know, China, 
Wuhan. You know, just reads these things and was saying, listen, as I'm reading these, like, where does your mind go? What what thoughts come up? What what? Because we've all been thinking about these things a lot. Yeah. Like, what happens in your heart? What happens in your your mind? And the point was, like, we need to be a humble people. Doesn't mean we're wrong about all these things, but we. I think the church, especially above all people, should be marked by humility. And so, yeah, what one of these things cause you to not be humble, to take more of an arrogant route? You want to grab that, Rob? Nope, don't need to. I'll, I'll take it. No, that's I'll okay. answer that. You got it. I got but it. Don't, um, yeah, be humble, essentially. Yeah. Like, like it's easy to be prideful when we think we're right about this thing. We're like, yeah, I'm a Christian and I love Jesus. Like, I've been this way too. I'm not like throwing stones so much just because our human nature is like, we love Jesus. We love the Bible, but man, don't tread on me. Yeah. You know, like, you're not going to, like, you'll take my guns out of my cold, dead hands. It's like, well, I don't, I don't, is that what Jesus like wants us all to just be dying for is for the second amendment? Yeah, like right. that alone, like I think there's just war theory, and I'm I'm not saying you know we should all be pacifists, but I think when we allow things that things that are not things of God to take priority in our hearts and cause us to be prideful or yeah. harsh yep. or impatient, this text just like again weeds all that out and so he did a great job just laying that out that's a tough thing to to preach to people and yeah it is um but yeah but well i mean i I think you're hitting on something good in that it's not that we don't stand up for what is right it's not that we don't um defend even rights that perhaps we've been given or stand up against tyrants Mm -hmm. like that's but what is your priority yeah and and that that can be that can be a convicting thing. So verse four says, let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. Yeah. Okay, this is more practical mm. now. So as we look at these first four verses, where we've talked about a few of these things and talked about doing nothing out of selfish ambition, work and seat, da 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 Now, now we're... <laughs> yada, 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 yada. <laughs> I feel like I've repeated the text several times and the listeners, are, I'm like... Okay, Jesus God, yada, 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 yeah, exactly. go to heaven. Oh. <laughs> Rob, what were you saying about the, the, go- the good news again? Um, yeah, exactly. This is, this is going well. <laughs> but verse 4, now let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. Very practical. Yeah. How, how do we take that? And in a quorum deo, anytime mm-hmm. you look at Ligonier, they kind of have a bottom of an article, yep. quorum deo, how do you live this out? Um, in light of the face of God. So how do we live this out? Everyone should look out not only for his own <laughs> interest, but also for the interest of others. That's good. That's good. Good answer. Yeah, I mean, I think that... Family, family feud. Yeah. Good answer. Good, good answer. answer. <laughs> First on the list. Um, yeah, I mean, but that's it. Like, essentially, I mean, we can expand upon that, and, and I will, but that is it. You can't... Um, in your day, thinking about your calendar... What happens in the the hours that you're awake? Now thinking about your week, the free time you have in your week. Think about your month, seasons of the year. Like the way you spend your time should be a, a real indicator of your priorities. Does that look like man? I prioritize other people, or is it like man? I just really 
I really need to keep my evenings open. You know, I work really hard at work, and um, I just need my evenings to be. I just need that for me. Yeah. Um. I, you know, I'm fine going to church on Sundays for a couple hours. I'm really cool with that. Maybe once a month I can help out on a Saturday, but I just need time or you know whatever it is. Like it's like wait, hold, hold on a second. Um. I'm not saying you have to be at church every evening by any means, but are you saying that you are the priority? Yeah. Most of the time. Now. The other way this can work with your time is you, you, you give your time to a lot of people. Man, I'm always giving my time. I, I got the kids, and I, we're all volunteering with this. We're volunteering with that, and we help with, you know, VBS and this, and, you know, where people are just – they're so busy with their time. But, okay, why, like what's the heart issue of why you're busy? Yeah. Are you busy because you want, you're trying to distract yourself? Are you busy because you're trying to make yourself look good? Hmm. Are you busy because you just haven't managed – like you're, there's an imbalance and you just kind of committed to too much and you, you need to step back. But whatever it is, you still need to consider others more. Your heart needs to be kind of focused on more on them. There's the old saying, I don't know who said it, about humility, that humility isn't thinking less of yourself. It's just thinking of yourself less. Yeah. Right? So it's not that like you're beating yourself up, but you're literally not spending that much time thinking about yourself yeah so when it says look out not for the interests of yourself but the interest of others i think we need to look at our time and we need to look at our finances yeah again you don't need to give away all your money but if you live in america the odds are you have some disposable income and i would say if you if you subscribe to any kind of tv service if you subscribe to any kind of music streaming service if you eat in a restaurant or food from a restaurant like that's an indicator that you have some disposable income. Yeah. Like just quick, you know, I think I probably have some disposable income. I went to a concert this year. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you have some disposable income. Now, I'm not saying you have to like stop all those things and give all that away. Yeah. But sacrifice some, consider the needs of other people around you. And the last thing I would say is just, and this is difficult, but emotional and relational. So you talk about time, we talk about your finances, but... People also need your presence, hmm. right? They need you. Surprise. You might be surprised to hear that, but Rob, I need you. I know. <sighs> Rob, I need you. <laughs> what? You think I was going to say? Well aware. I need you too. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> I need you too, Rick. This is awkward. <laughs> I got to go. My wife needs me. <laughs> no, but like this idea that Paul's speaking to the church. They're to be they're to be unified. They're to be yeah. committed, like deep committed relationships. Yeah. And so I think sometimes we think, man, I just can't give myself to this person because I don't. Have, there's not enough of me to go around, or I don't have what they need. Well, maybe they just need you to, to be present. Yeah. You know, just have dinner. Like you don't need to wade into all their life issues yeah. but just to be present so and that's one of the things that i really like what you said about the the scheduling i mean just look at your schedule not just in light of yourself yeah i mean even when it comes to planning trips mm-hmm. when you plans i mean small trips larger trips like vacations um there's a couple in our church i won't say their name but they planned their vacation and they said they're we, always gone no, i know you you were talking about them the other day no as, as, what i'm saying is they they made sure that they were back saturday yeah. Because, yeah. because they said, we want, we want to be, we want to gather with our people mm-hmm. and we want to be an encouragement yeah. to our people. And 
um i i was he was telling me that and i was, I was like you know what that that's awesome and i so yeah. appreciate that yeah. um and he said now to be honest like if we would have had the place if it, the only option would have been um like right. for to where we had to pay and we had to stay for that extra time we probably would have yeah and i was like I, I get it. I get it. But just the fact that you're thinking about that. Right. Where you had the option and you chose to come back a day early yeah. so that you can make it to the gathering. Like, I so love that. Yeah. I think and, one of the greatest ways that we can teach this passage is that, and we, you know, with the, the churches that we lead, like, it's teaching people, like, you, you're not just here on Sunday to hear me. Yeah. Like, you, you're, you're here there, you're, you're here, speaking, like, in the, the Sunday gathering service to to participate in the reading, the prayer, the worship, music, in uh, the sermon. You're here to participate. Like yeah. the congregation, the church, this local church needs you. Yes, they need you. Like I, and I'm not. I don't be that. I'm not facetious or like, hey, we need you to you know make the church building look more full or yeah. just you know sit and like look like we have more people. Like there are people here this morning who need you yeah and for some there's you're gonna have times of prayer together some you're gonna have a conversation that's gonna start and you guys are gonna go get coffee and continue that conversation but for a lot of this you're here you're, you're the lord is the first priority in your life you're gonna encourage them through reading singing praying and taking in the word together yeah so that's an important part like just consider them <laughs> Yeah, consider others as you're, you're right. making your as schedule. As you're thinking, like, man, can I get up and go to church this morning? Can we make it happen? Like, well, yeah. consider others. Yeah. If it, is it inconvenient? Yeah. Consider others. Yeah. Um, uh, the, I should, mean, that you, should be a new tattoo for you. Yeah. You use the um, illustration of, of the body. I mean, we're yeah. adopted into the body of Christ. Each member is, is a unique part of that body. And I've, I've heard people, I haven't experienced this, thankfully, hopefully, I never will. But I've heard that if you lose your pinky toe, then your balance becomes significantly more difficult. Your pinky toe? Yeah. They say if you lose your pinky toe, then it, it becomes more difficult for you to balance. How much um, money would it take for you to get lose your pinky toe? I don't know. If someone's like, hey, I'll buy your pinky toe. <laughs> it's not for sale. <laughs> Did you want to sell it for a price? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to... Guys, I'm not selling my pinky toe. <laughs> but they say the same thing about your ear. Like if you lose one ear then like you your balance gets all kinds of messed up now someone may have lost their ear or their pinky toe might be like, it's not as bad as you think bro <laughs> like, yeah, please write in this is this is just what i've heard okay i <laughs> but, can understand but no matter sounds... how large the church is and how no matter how small or insignificant you may feel in light yeah. of the size of the church you have a role yeah. to play even just being there to encourage other people there yeah. The church, no matter what size it is, it, it needs you. Yeah. And so just to build your point, as the body of yeah. Christ, we are unique members, and some of us might feel like a pinky toe, yeah. a large body. And if you're a pinky toe at Citizens, Rob's not going to sell you. <laughs> you're not for sale. You are not. There's not a price tag on you. But back to Rob's pinky toe. $100,000? No. No way. A million dollars. I would think about it. So for two million, you you do it. I would think about it. Five million. <laughs> Five million dollars. Anyone you know, wants to make that offer, I will. I'll have a sit down conversation with you. Yeah. I'll do a little research. See how do worth that? it is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So. 
Well, there, there you have it, Five folks. million dollars <laughs> go as far as it used to. Believe me. Inflation, that is very I true. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm, but, but I know my $5 doesn't go as, as far, far as the yeah, one. Yeah, it used to. You know. So, therefore, I basically know what how far a million. <laughs> I mean, five million. You know. <laughs> but, yeah. All right, gang. Um, anything else, Rick, that you want to add to this? Stay tuned to next week to understand why. <laughs> okay, you can reach out to us at simpletheology.org. Uh, you don't have to Google yeah. simpletheology.org. You can just Google simpletheology. You'll find us along with all of our contact information. You can leave a voicemail on our page. If you don't want to Google it and you just want to go straight to it, it's simpletheology.org. There you, you can go. find us on social media, <laughs> facebook.com slash simpletheology, Instagram. We are at the handle at Instagram or at Instagram at simpletheologypod. You go to our um, social media platforms of Simple Theology or, or at Instagram. <laughs> All right. Peace out, y'all. This program has been edited and produced by Rob Kane. That's right. Peace. Peace out.